Welcome to Road Dirt, the podcast of Road Dirt Motorcycle Media and RoadDirt.tv, your down-home grassroots motorcycle brand covering what we like to call ride life. I'm Rob Brooks, your host. Thanks for tuning in. And today, I'm joined by my friend, my riding brother, and Road Dirt media guru, Phil Gauthier. Phil, how you doing today, man? Man, I am living the dream, brother, but you know that. <laughs> you already know that. He is living the dream. It's good to, we're, we're here in the Road Dirt Studios. Well, it's not really the Road Dirt Studios. We're really hanging out of Phil's house. <laughs> it is our office, though. We do a lot of work in this room. So. Yeah, it is kind of the Road Dirt offices. Yeah, the media offices here. But um, we thought we would, as we end up, kind of wrap up the year here, we, I thought we would recall, reflect, and maybe ruminate a little bit on the year. What felt, the, the what feels like the last five years that have been 2020. <laughs> It has been uh, quite a year, from COVID to crazy elections, from murder hornets, Joro spiders, riots and wildfires. 2020 has been a year like no other, that's for sure. But um, Phil, road for road dirt, we really had a, a, a really very good year. This was our, we're coming to the end of our second year as a, as a motorcycle media. On, on the website, roaddirt.tv, uh, has grown exponentially. Um, the YouTube channel has grown like crazy. It's been it's been amazing. Our social media pages, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all Road Dirt TV, have really grown. And um, the rest of the world was going nuts. Yeah. But but Road Dirt, we had a we had a banner year. Uh, new adventures, um, new photographers and writers uh, that came on board. New um, friends, new fans. It has been one heck of a year it in many ways been. for it us. You know, Rob, I think that Road Dirt has been a beneficiary like a lot of the other uh, RV markets have. We did see when COVID hit uh, how motorcycle sales went absolutely crazy through the they roof. They did. You know, and we saw record sales at a lot of dealerships. Um, granted, Harley has been closing some later this year as they're kind of uh, addressing their, uh, kind of their financial health yeah. situations. but. I mean, we really have had an amazing year right right out of the chute. Um, you know, we were able to attend Bike Week, and I got to ride some amazing motorcycles. Phil went down to Bike Week. We got a couple of stories out of it. He, You got to ride the new Indian Challenger, really, before yeah. hardly anybody else got a chance to throw a leg over that. And Phil was among the first to throw a leg over a Harley-Davidson Livewire and go chasing Paul James, one of the marketing directors, all over Central <laughs> yeah. Florida on yeah. a Livewire. Tell us about that, man. Dude, that, that day was just amazing. Um, the whole trip really was great. I traveled with my good buddies, Greg and Nathan, and we've been riding together for a long time since yeah. way before you know street bikes and uh, uh, doing dirt, a lot of dirt stuff. But <clears throat> yeah, we, uh, we got there, and the second day in, I was able to go to Main Street to the Indian uh, display there and, and meet with the guys and they put me on a challenger basically for the whole day. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, that was killer. Yeah. Man. So we had a bunch of guys down there and so there must have been about eight or ten bikes and I got to ride with uh, some of my friends who already own Indian bikes so we had a good yeah. time. Uh, the challenger was an amazing ride, uh, very lightweight, uh, very fast. The engine is extremely fast, smooth transmission, just absolutely loved it. And then, of course, the next day I get up bright and early and go to Harley over at the racetrack yeah. <laughs> and meet with, meet with Paul James. And we, uh, we, we actually were the very first non-Harley-Davidson employee to ride a live wire down Main Street 
in Daytona Beach that at was, Bike Week. Yeah, we road were the very first one. Yeah, yeah. Road, so, road Dirt got the exclusive so, yeah. on that one, man. So the year started out with a bang for us. We had a really good trip. It did. To Daytona it did this year for sure. Um, what some of the adventures? What I think about when I think back on. Um, you know, uh, we got to evaluate another one of the Indians, our guy Joshua Plackton, Southern California, friend of mine, got to ride the uh, Scout 60, had, uh, had one for about a month and uh, did a full write-up on that and uh, kind of concluded his article like, the only question is, you know, can I keep it? <laughs> he absolutely fell in love with that. We got to do a number of bike evaluations. I think we evaluated uh, a couple of different Indians, several Harley Davidsons via a young man that uh, is friends with us now up in Milwaukee, Nathan Barron, otherwise known as on the web as Gen Z Biker. You ought to check out his channels. He evaluated several Harleys for us yep. and um, uh, made connections, rode a couple of different triumphs throughout yep. the year and made connections with uh, Royal Enfield, Royal Enfield, North America. We got to throw a leg over an, uh, in, uh, one of their interceptors early yeah. in the year and uh, most recently their Himalayan had a Himalayan for about a month and don't forget uh, right off right off the heels of riding the live wire you and I got to test a couple zero oh motorcycles gosh, yeah too. the zero and motorcycles so we had a span killer. of two months where we spent a ton of time on some electric motorcycles yes which we did was an absolute blast I gotta yeah. tell you I mean it was it was a lot of fun those those bikes are so fast oh yeah so we, fast. we rode the zero motorcycles their SRF they're kind of their naked street bike and their SRS, their sport fairing looking one. Both of those, we had those for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And uh, you and I just tore up the back roads of the country on those two things. We produced an article out of that called Electric Soul. There's articles on all of these that we did, but um, yeah, we got we really we got a lot of seat time on electrics this year. And yeah. I think both of us were pleasantly surprised by how much fun they really were. They weren't stale and right. stagnant like people no. claimed they would be. They were very much um, exciting thrill definitely, rides for sure. Definitely. And for sure. I, I tell people all the time that the live wire will be the fastest motorcycle you'll ever put under your legs. I mean, it is yeah, yeah. absolutely the fastest. I mean, zero to 60 in three seconds. You can barely hang on. It's so fast. It's just amazing. We're not saying how he... How we fell, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, try, go and try one for sure. I'll tell you, if I was 20 years younger, 30 years younger, and I was uh -huh. living living in a loft or something down near downtown, and I was working locally downtown, I'd have one in my garage, hands Seriously. down, just yeah. absolutely amazing. They'd fit on an elevator. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, actually, you could, yes, you they know, would so you on could, a freight elevator. So you could yeah. make it work. Put it right but, in your uh, yeah. Put it right in the living yeah, room, and, man. And, and um, yeah, and of course. Daytona is where I first spotted the 30th anniversary Fat Boy and fell dearly, deeply in love with that. That's a story that would play itself out a little <laughs> bit later in the year. No doubt. You got a taste for that, uh, got a vision for it, and um, you yeah. ended up doing what? We ended up picking one up, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he did an evaluation of the, of the Harley-Davidson Fat Boy 30th anniversary, just beautiful black and with gold trim you know blacked out bike and then by the end of the by the end of even reviewing it he had it he bought he bought it brought it home with him oh just yeah it's drop dead gorgeous man a and it's a great ride yeah and ted enjoyed it too on our uh, appalachian playground trip we did some great road trips this year yeah we did. this was a year for some killer road trips i mean early in, in the summer back in june phil uh, you remember this uh, i wish you could have come with us but you'll get hopefully you get to in the coming year Ted had invited me out and I did that. He's got a group of guys, they call themselves um, the Mild Hogs. 
and in that kind of a smaller group of sport guys that that call themselves the Wild Rose Squad. And there's a story behind that you can find on our site at roaddirt.tv as well. But I got to go on their annual road trip that this group has been doing for like 25, 26 years. Yeah, it's crazy. And um, they invited me along and it's like a nine day road trip through southern, south, kind of southeastern state of Washington over into Idaho and then across uh, kind of the top half of Oregon. We took in a lot of riding and I got to experience a part of the United States I'd never seen before. Never even, I mean, I've flown over it, but never actually been there um, at all. And uh, with a group of guys that, that they, uh, they adopted me as a, as a Wild Rose Squad member and you know, I've got the patch and the shirt and the friendships <laughs> to prove it. And, yeah. What a great time. And then we reciprocated and we invited and brought Ted out here um, for a road trip that Phil and I and Ted and, and an old ch hot childhood chum of mine named Lyle Branton did. And uh, here riding the Southern Appalachians. We yeah. had we kind of based out of uh, um, Iron Horse Motorcycle Lodge uh, in North Carolina, Stokoa, North Carolina. And uh, did a, did a, did a, I wonder, was that a five day? We did a five day or didn't Five we? days, left Monday, came back Friday and weather was absolutely impeccable. It was incredible. I mean, it was oh a little gosh. rain on Sunday before we left and we got Ted kind of situated on a bike. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And then everybody packed up and we had a little rain at your house before we left Monday, but then after that, the, the clouds opened up and we had amazing weather. It was like a picture perfect. Yeah, we rode the Cherahala Skyway, the Tail of the Dragon, um, Blue Ridge, Blue Ridge Parkway, Parkway, a lot of other ones up there, local favorites. In the midst of one of these just perfect um, fall foliage times of the year. I mean, the leaves were literally at peak all yeah. over the mountains. Yeah. Picks, any of the photos you've ever seen, memes you've seen on social media of just the bright colors of fall in the Appalachians, those aren't color enhanced. That's what it looks like up yeah. there. And we rode in that for five days. I mean, yeah. Ted loves the Pacific Northwest, but he was absolutely almost speechless at the color yeah. um, that he got to experience when he came over here. His soul was definitely stirred, you can it, tell. Yes. You can read it in his writing too, the article. Really, he, he portrays some visual pictures uh, word pictures that, that I thought were just priceless about the leaves like confetti. You know, I mean, some of the things that he right. comments on in the article are just amazing. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah you very, can check Very well out. written. The article was called uh, Appalachian Playground. Yep. We also got to ride some crazy motorcycles yeah. up there. We did a bike evaluation. Um, Iron Horse Motorcycle Lodge owns a, uh, a local motorcycle uh, motorsports rental place called Wolf Creek Rentals and they signed us out for I want to say two or three of the days we were there yeah. um, these three-wheeled Yamaha Nikens that are just like they look like freaks of nature man freaks of, of uh, uh, you know Transformers movie or something like that yeah and we rode uh, three of us rode those two of us you know Lyle had to leave a day early so Ted and I got to ride two of them um, for really off and on for three days and and Phil did a lot of the recording chasing us around and things like that Those bikes were utterly amazing to ride. Yeah, they looked like I, a lot of fun. Oh, man. They were <laughs> they were insane um, As far as flickability they, they're they look big and massive up in front But they flicked through corners so quick and easy and yet with the two contact patches up front and one in the uh, in the rear man They were they were incredibly planted and stable read that article too. Yeah riding the Nikon and uh, Really, an, 
really an incredible machine. Yeah. What were some when you think back over the year? What are what are some of your fondest memories on two wheels that we got to do with Road Dirt this year? Wow, there's so many. It's hard to it's hard to define. I mean, we already talked about the, the bike week and, and the amazing week we had there. The weather oh, was yeah. great down there too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we and we caught it right before everything started to shut down for COVID. That's right. It literally <laughs> shut down the day you guys were leaving. Yeah. COVID started shutting everything down. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but um, being able to uh, to ride the electric bikes was a lot of fun. Oh man! Uh, and some of the uh, the reviews, um, I mean, the uh, the dual sports work that we did this year with both the Himalayan and the Tiger 900 was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I think that that yeah. segment in in motorcycling is going to continue to grow as people yeah. are looking for ways to kind of get out. And you know, you're not stuck on the street, and you're not only not only stuck on dirt. You can you know you can kind of dual sport it, adventure bike it, and those bikes were a lot of fun and and what little time I got seat time I got on them I really enjoyed them and you know that might end up in my stable someday too I'm not sure but we'll have to see how that goes one thing uh you may not know Phil is an old MXer um, motocrosser from his childhood in his younger years he rode he rode dirt long before he rode street and um, I'm actually I did very little dirt as a kid I've been mostly a street rider so getting him on the Tiger 900 rally and um, he was like wanting to put his foot down in corners and slide it out <laughs> looking for dirt man yeah. it brought up those years and then of course the Himalayan's a lot smaller I felt much more comfortable on it because I'm a you know I'm, I'm a little guy but uh, yeah I think the ADV market the adventure market is uh, is something that we'd love to explore more here at Road Dirt it's kind of part of the dirt of our name <laughs> and I think I agree with you I think it's a segment that's going to continue to grow just because they're like Swiss Army knife bikes, man. You can go anywhere, do anything with them. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Well, let's face it. I mean, you've got people like Harley Davidson looking to come into the market with the Pan American. So you know, there's people are yeah. recognizing that it's a growing segment for for motorcycling. You know. It is. It is. I think. Uh, I think for me, gosh, I think back on on so many stories from the year and, and the trips and. And we covered road racing. I mean, Moto, you know, Moto America ran a full season, yeah. even while flat track and Supercross and other ones were shutting down. And guys like Ryan Nolan and, and Ted and and you know and, and Dean Phelps, one of our guys that does photography for yeah. us. Uh, we covered Moto America all year, um, had a partnership with them and everything, so we got to be at just about all the races true. this year. It's true. And um, all of us guys all over the country had so much fun, not only interacting you know, with the Moto America people and the racers, but just getting to be there trackside and cover the racing was, was, uh, was phenomenal. Um, there's nothing like being trackside with super bikes going by you at 160, 170 miles an hour. That, it's hard to even explain, unless you're on a bike. Uh, that's the only thing it could be better than, than being right next to them like that. It was really an incredible time. This year was pretty interesting too because most of the races had no spectators. So yeah, it was really, it was, right. yeah. So it was really a, an interesting year to be trackside for, for everybody to see how how the racers, because the I think the racers missed the uh, the. Uh, Spectators as many. Yeah, they even as said so. Anybody else? Yeah. yeah, interesting. It was. I think for me, when I think about all of it, I, I come back to one word, and it really is kind of the core of who we are at Road Dirt and our our approach to motorcycle media. We consider ourselves a a motorcycle news gathering and reporting medium, but even more than that, the catchphrase "Ride Life" that we that we use pretty much with everything as our hashtag as well. Ride Life is um. 
it's about living motorcycling. It's about the lifestyle. It's about about the relationships. Yeah. And I think that's we were talking about this even before we started rolling the mic. Um, just if I came away with anything from 2019 and 2020, even this year, how road dirt has grown and expanded so much. What meant the most to me this year was even more than the places we went, the things we saw, the bikes we rode was the people we met. Mm, yeah, that's true. It, it really had that, that that's meant more to me. And that's that's what I take away from the year more than anything else from, you know, from the new people, writers and contributors and photographers that came on board to the people we got to go meet with and stay with and ride with. Um, yeah, I, I'm so thankful for the relationships. That's true. Yeah, for me, it, it takes on a little bit different meaning in that, um, you know, when I first, when I decided back in 2017 after my wife had kind of beat cancer, that I was yeah. going to kind of hit a reset and, you know, get out there and maybe and make some more friends and, and get out and do something besides work and staying at home, um, you know, and I bought a street bike and kind of reconnected with you. I reconnected with some of my Bill other and I buddies. known each other for years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And since since i've had since i've gotten back into in, into bikes now over the last three years i've met some amazing people i've i've built the base of friendship that with with people it's just been it's invaluable really you know and for me to be able yeah. to just use the just the motorcycle lifestyle and the ride lifestyle to kind of you know surround myself with these amazing people has just been it's been a huge blessing it's been a lot of fun yeah. it really has been you know it definitely has been for all of us and uh more than anything else, it's about the people. A, a friend of mine even said that years ago before a road trip. It's not only the places we're going to go, the things we're going to see, but mostly it's going to be the people we meet. Yeah. And that's really what's characterized Road Dirt. And that's really, really kind of at our core DNA. More important to us than the stories and the roads and the bikes and stuff is the people. Yeah. Uh, we're, we, we love people and we, we, we love the motorcycling community. Uh, it's a, it's a great community to be a part of. And we're looking forward to 2021. Whatever happens in the world, whatever happens, you know, in the coming in the coming year, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities to ride, a lot of opportunities to get on new roads, a lot of opportunities to get on new bikes, yeah. a lot of opportunities to meet new people. For sure. And that's what's going to make it extra special. Yeah. So, just, uh, just like we learned in the Appalachian Playground, if you're riding a Nikon, you've got to give yourself plenty of time at gas stations because you are surrounded <laughs> by yeah. people talking about that particular motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. So once you fuel up, you got to give yourself another 20 to 30 minutes just to meet people. I mean, we had a conversation with that one couple on those adventure bikes there at that one fuel stop yeah. before we did the Chirahala. That took, you know, must have been an hour almost. We were just chatting with them about bikes and whatnot, and there was a lot of commonality. It was just that, and then the conversations we had with other bikers from around the country while we stayed at Iron Horse was mm -hmm. just to sit around the fire at night and just meet people from all over the country that were. There was a Canadian couple there too, yeah. yeah exactly. Getting to talk with people from across the continent. Yeah, was that was just. Yeah. So you're enjoyable. right. It is. It is about the people you meet and the the, the commonality of, of motorcycling brings people together, regardless of the brand that they ride or the yeah. type of bike that they ride. Really, it, there's just. It's just riding, you know? Yeah, and whatever their backgrounds are, whatever their political persuasions, socio, economic, ethnic, cultural, whatever, it doesn't yeah. matter. If, exactly. we, if, if we're on bikes, we love each other, and we take care of each other, and we enjoy each other. Yeah, for sure. Made it all worthwhile. Been a great year. Looking forward to a great one ahead. Absolutely. So 
Uh, hey, be sure to follow us. Uh, be sure to uh, follow us here at the podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Uh, check us out on the web, roaddirt.tv, www.roaddirt.tv. That's our e-magazine. Check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Road Dirt TV, and our YouTube channel, Road Dirt TV. Uh, it's pretty simple. They're pretty, pretty, easy, pretty easy to find all of those right there. Right. And um, so we want to wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday Season from all of us at Road Dirt. Into the, as we end this year and going into 2021, we want to encourage you to ride life.